Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And it's Wednesday, and somehow we haven't had a newsworthy event. We haven't, and it's the first Wednesday of the year that's just been like a normal, regular old day. Right? I don't like it. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> mind it, but like at the same time, um, it's like we were talking about last week. You're like waiting for the shoe to drop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I know, I'm like, I'm sus of any time that we have that's not just like hell. Chaotic, uh, complete chaos, I know. Well, I mean, it, like, you know, 4,000 people are dying a day in America of COVID, 4,000 plus, so like, that's pretty chaotic. Yeah, yeah, I kind of think I liked the other chaos, though, because it gave me actually like something I could focus on other than, oh my god, yes, we're just dying here. <laughs> it was a distraction from like just the hor- the sheer horror of this fucking pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Now we're just like, oh, great. Now we can just talk about how, you know, in a couple of weeks, it's going to be like 5,000 people dead a day. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. It's going to be great. We're having a nice time. <laughs> so what have you been watching this week to take your mind off of everything? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't even know how to answer this question today. Um, well, so... We finally finished our Bones rewatch, and now we've been watching House because we need something that has, like, nice. 15 seasons of 20 episodes each. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's it's good. But I really didn't realize how often they guess sarcoidosis for, like, anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, I've seen, like, I, f- I remember when Kyler and I first started dating, I was, like, binge-watching the house for the first time like I remember watching like episodes here and there when it was on but I never really like followed it mm-hmm. um, but then they took it off Netflix like right in the middle of my rewatch oh. and so I only made it like a few seasons in but yeah like they, they definitely like there's like memes within the show and it's all like it's all true yeah like I watched most of it when it was coming out so like week to week and so mm-hmm. I kind of got distracted and didn't you know, remember what they said the previous week. And so, like, I'd seen the memes, and I was like, oh, yeah, haha, it's never lupus, it's never sarcoidosis. And then it's like, oh, oh, yeah, now I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, I feel like that show, it was made before binging was really a thing. And so, not, you don't really think about, like, just continuously watching a whole season of a show when you're making it, you know, in the early 2000s or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, let's see, other than that... Uh, did we already talk about the Night Stalker documentary? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, fuck, I think that's about it. I've just been watching, like, true mm-hmm. crime stuff, random documentaries, nothing to write home about. Mm-hmm. What have yeah. you been watching? Well, speaking of Night Stalker, I did watch the first episode of that. I haven't gotten much further in that, but, um, I liked it. I'm intrigued to hear more just because, like, this guy is fucking crazy. Um, I... I don't know. I'm hoping that the other episodes have like less to do with the officers' lives. They don't. I just, they don't. Okay, because, good, good. <laughs> no, I mean like Great. the whole thing is just cops, cops, cops. Uh, but that's because yeah. Ramirez is dead. He didn't have any friends. He didn't really have any family. <laughs> he yeah. just kind of did some tapes, but then he just stopped talking. Uh, he was. Uh, yeah, we don't have a lot of like actual yeah. stuff. I don't know. I think I'd rather hear more about like the victims. It does and... go more into that. Okay, sure. good. Because I just feel like they kind of just every time they mentioned a crime, they were just like, "Oh yeah, he gouged her eyes out. No big." It's like, yeah. 
okay. And then I just felt like we were focusing so much on the cops and so little on the actual like crimes itself that I was like, uh, okay. Yeah, no, the, the, it does get better in that way. Like we still okay, get that's all good. the cop politics and stuff and that they're the only mm-hmm. people who are still alive to talk about it really. Right. Other than I get that. a couple of the victims, but like you get to hear more from the victims who've lived, etc. And it does, it, it does get better on that part. that's good that's good um i figured it did because that was like the first episode mm-hmm. and it was more like a an intro to it yeah it was trying to like contextualize it with the uh hillside strangler case yes right the epidemic right. of serial killers in california yeah jesus christ <laughs> um so yeah i've only watched one episode i'll hopefully continue that and finish it for next week um the other thing that we've been watching is Kyler and I both have been watching um, season two of Blown Away on Netflix, which is the glass blowing competition show just came out. I watched the first season and I loved it. So I'm so excited. Yes. So we are like half we watched like half of it yesterday and we'll probably finish it tonight. But it's I mean, it's so good. I love glass blowing. It's fucking insane. I love competition shows. So like it's exactly what I want and it's just so cool and I am obsessed with it and I want to do glass blowing even though oh, I know I would be horrible at it I know um so I have like three connected thoughts on this. <laughs> go <laughs> for it we're gonna be chatty today but uh that's okay so the last trip that we were able to go on before pandemic was Seattle and when we were there we went mm-hmm. to the Chihuly Museum and we watched people fucking blow glass and shit like oh, hell yeah. right in front of us and it was so good <laughs> and so satisfying that is awesome. and um let's see what else was the other thought uh I think that show is the only one that has a ho- like the, all the hosts I like because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it has um like the the regular host guys like he's like a good like a normal host and then mm-hmm. they have like a main judge who's like this like she's a glass like a glass yeah. blowing expert yeah, yeah. and she's like so mean but she's like nice but she's like so judgmental and it's amazing yes. i mean what she says is right like she's yeah she's an she's expert in the field sharp. And, <laughs> yes and it's good and then they have like guest star yeah. guest judges each week and stuff um but yeah it's a really good show if you haven't checked it out there are two seasons now and You'll probably watch each season in like one day because it's yeah, it's so good, really bingeable. So- All right, so <laughs> let's just get into it before we talk like for an hour before we even start. Yes, the meat of the show. We are going to go ahead and finish out season eight of Counting On. Last episode we did the first five episodes of the season, and then this episode we will complete that season because this season was like oh my jam fucking packed full of shit. Like everybody's life is happening at once. Yeah. So many people were pregnant. Mothers, daughters, sisters. <laughs> Brothers. You know, whatever. <laughs> Aunts, uncles. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody grandmas, you can think of. Grandmas. <laughs> Fuck. Technically, yeah, grandmas. Gross. Disgusting. Anyway, so we're going to start with episode six, which is called Josiah Pops the Question. You'll never guess what this episode is about. Um, Is he asking? <laughs> I don't know what he What could, could he possibly for. be asking? Huh. Um, so, okay, so let's actually, we'll start with that since that's like the big point of this episode. Mm -hmm. So Josiah and Lauren, they've been courting for a couple of months. Everything's going perfect. They are soulmates, you know, because that's how you feel after you're with your boyfriend when you're 18 for a couple of months. That's Mm -hmm. a pretty common feeling. But that means they have to get married, right? Because they have to, they want to have sex. So the next step is for Josiah to pop the question. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And I think, did we end last episode with him asking? Yes. He asked her dad for permission yeah. in the last episode. Dwayne. Dwayne. No, Dwayne spelled like drain with a W. Yeah, Dwayne. D-W-A-I-N. Yeah, like, um, okay. I don't understand white people names, man. <laughs> I don't either. I, I, I don't either. I mean, I, I guess um, I do because Kyler makes like the whitest white people names for you guys. He does. I mean, Kyler is the whitest white person name. Let's be, let's be real. Yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, okay. So here's this episode. Josiah is planning to propose. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he is planning to surprise her because Lauren and her whole family are going to Georgia. Back to Georgia because Lauren's mom is pregnant. Of mm-hmm. course she is. I think I talked about that last episode. Like, I knew she was pregnant coming up. Anyway, they go back to Georgia because that's where they, they're from. That's where, like, she's been getting her doctor's appointments and stuff. Mm-hmm. They go back to give birth. Like, why did they... They only moved to Arkansas. I know. To start this court. Yeah, they really did. Like, that's so clear now that they had to, like, go back to give birth. They moved, like, two days after her 18th birthday. And we're like, marry this one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it really, uh, like, ugh. this This was just, like, further proof for me that, like, okay, this was all just, like, a giant setup. Oh, yeah. Um. So, anyway, Josiah is planning to visit Georgia once the baby is born to meet the baby. And that is when he's going to surprise Lauren. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like this part <clears throat> where they're all going off to Georgia. Um, and... They pull up in the fucking Swanson family bus. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. That was yes. hilarious. All these families, they have to have some type of large bus or some type of vehicle because they have like 12 kids. Yeah. I think this was their ninth kid or eighth kid. One or the other. Either way, like too many to fit in a car. I feel like it was eight, but that was that might be the other mom that got pregnant this yeah, season. one of them's eight and one of them, yeah, I don't know. They they have about eight kids. Yeah. So that's too much for a car. Yes. <laughs> for any car. Yes, you just have to buy a bus. <laughs> I guess so, like damn. a fucking sports team. I, yeah, fuck. Well, I mean, that goes back to when Ben said he wanted like a 15 sons to mm-hmm. be on a football team. Yeah. God. That's like their wet dream <sighs> right there. Well... Or is it? (laughs) I think a lot of the girl daughter Duggars are learning that having children fucking sucks. Like being a sister mom is different than being a mom mom. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, that's how Michelle was able to do it because Michelle was technically a sister mom. She wasn't the full mom all the time. She pawned them off to the other kids. So like she has like, yeah, no moral compass or feelings inside her body because that's the only way you could not feel guilty about like not parenting more than half of your children right like not knowing anything about your children and just like expecting your other kids to deal with them yeah it's cool yeah just lining them up like the von trapp family to say good night and then sending them to bed <laughs> for real for God, real were the von trapps fundies uh probably yeah well now that i've taken us way off the garden path again <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so do we want to keep going and talking about um, Josiah and them the proposal? Yeah, do we want to just like talk just about do all that? that because it's okay. Just, yeah, it's no, so I know. cringe. So um, Lauren's mom had the baby. Duke 
Swanson, which is like oh, such a Parks and Rec reference to me. Do you, have you seen Parks and yeah. Rec? Yeah. Because of Ron Swanson and um, Duke Silver. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just like combined. It's like, wow. Um, uh, so he was born and Josiah is going to Georgia to meet him. Um, and they he decides to propose to her basically in this like field that the family owns. It was where... Lauren's dad proposed to her his mom Lauren's dad proposed to her mom there uh so there's like that kind of significance um I don't understand why they got why either of them got engaged in the middle of a field next to some bales of hay like yeah like literally smack dab in the middle of the field like they had to walk all the way into the middle of the field yeah what were they doing out there in the first place were they rolling in the hay Mm, maybe scandalous he like sets up a proposal area and it's like th- four giant bales of hay and like stuff stacked Some up against it and rose petals tied up with twine. Yeah, it's like okay, yeah, nothing screams romance to me like bales of hay. I mean, <laughs> that is kind of the the thing right now. Mhm. The like what's it what do they call it? It always feels like mean. Um not rustic primeval primordial what's what the fuck is the word i don't know i don't know know. i'm sorry i'll i'll think of it in like 10 minutes that's fine just scream it out when you think of it (laughs) i will um and i'll edit it in there (laughs) so oh yeah that was another comment that josiah made when he met baby duke he was like this little baby might be my brother-in-law and i was like no i know i don't like that it's so fucked up that you're gonna have like a son and a brother who are the same age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just can't. I just cannot imagine. That just does not compute with me. I know a lot of people have, like, kids far apart. Like, they'll have one really early that they didn't really intend to mm-hmm. have a kid. And then they're like, oh, it's a second marriage. Or, oh, we just want to have a kid. Yeah. Whatever. Like, that that happens. And that's weird, but not bad weird. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, interesting weird not like a uh, weird but like this is an uh this weird is, yeah. like you can, you should not be having babies that long for that long of a period of your life yeah and marrying like, continuously so early yeah like at at the wedding um josiah and lauren's wedding like mm-hmm. she's just like nursing one of her babies and watching one of her babies be given away like it's like ugh, mm-hmm. so so strange yeah like your brother was born the day before you got married Hmm cool weird weird um so anyway they got engaged i don't really know they did. what they else just, to say she fucking whispered for like she whispers all the time i don't understand like is she trying to really be like seen but not heard or whatever like victorian children i don't know if it's that i don't know if she thinks like the whispering makes her like i don't know yeah maybe it's like when michelle does the baby voice <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know what wife. it is. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> like you can you can do like you can shape me into whatever you want because mm-hmm. I'm nothing because I can't even speak with a full voice. Yeah, I can't I can't be excited about something and get loud. I can only be excited no. about my engagement slash just having sex for the first time <laughs> by going, Oh my god, oh my god, yes. Oh, I can't Sire. 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 Yeah, she just she loves it. She loves to whisper. We just sounded like fucking Nazgul. We're like Frodo. <laughs> well, that's Lauren. So yeah, I mean, 
not not too far off. But I did love also part of his speech for the engagement was like da 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 da. He gave her the ring and then he stood up and he just hugged her and said, "See how perfect we are for each other." And I was like, "See what, bitch? Like you guys can hug. Cool. So can pretty much any two humans. You can hug and you can yeah. talk in front of the bales of hay." Well, that like goes back to when he said last time, like she's got a head on her shoulders, yeah. like just the bare minimum qualities in a relationship, whatever, whatever will work. It does really remind me of like Ethan Plath when he's like, he was asked by Triambica when she was like, so what is your favorite part? Like, what's important to you about um, Olivia? And he's like, oh, no, everything. She's perfect. She, he just never like actually has given thought to anyone outside of his own self. Right, right, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. We're perfect together, because you said yes. Because <laughs> you said yes, and because, yeah, your parents ma- moved to Arkansas for me, so we're perfect. Oh my god, it's so wild. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, and that's what Lauren says. She said, the best way to sum up our relationship is, it happened so fast. And I'm like, that's not necessarily a good thing. No. Like, that's not... When you're 18 years old, it should not be like that. Sorry. No, no. That's how you end up divorced by 30 unless you're in a cult. Mm. And then you just end up happy until you're dead. Happy? Unhappy until you're dead. Sorry. Yes. I mean, hopefully we all end up happy until we're dead. Yeah. Not doing too great. (laughs) Not not great track record. I'm not hopeful on that, but that's okay. Um, Okay. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about their engagement? Nope. I was going to see if you wanted to move on to Ginger and Jeremy having Jeremy's friends come in from, where the fuck were they from? New York? I think they're from New York. Yeah. That's what I thought. I didn't really know who they were, but then I recognized their name, the Robleses. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And so. Yeah, they were, they were involved in the um, Ginger's proposal in New York somehow. Like they were some of the friends that were involved. Mm -hmm. But I think that's, like, really the only time we've seen them. Maybe other than the wedding. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But regardless, it's basically they come to visit so that Ginger and Jeremy can do practice parenting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have three little kids. Yep. Um, and they were planning to watch the children while Luis and Kara went to d- for a nice romantic dinner. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't great. They didn't do a great job. They didn't. I lo- like they were. They seemed so frazzled uh-huh. by it all. And Jeremy was like, "How do people do this every day?" And it's. I mean, obviously, I think it is di- very different when you're watching somebody else's kids, and like when you have three all at once, mm-hmm. and you're not used to them. Like it's different. But yeah, they seemed very overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's babysitters and teachers that can get control, and these are not them. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. Well, I think it's because like Jeremy is in and like he is a child himself basically mm-hmm. and then ginger isn't going to like correct him or like no. you know he's she's not gonna like really step up and like be the disciplinarian so yeah it's just it didn't it wasn't great i loved how they literally like already had the kids coats on before the parents even like pulled into the driveway they were like fucking ready to let these kids go they were like bye Bye, Bye, guys. Don't let the door hit you. Yeah. Um, I liked 
the editing on this one a lot because they were doing a lot of the like where they were having a conversation at the restaurant Luis and Kara they were like oh I hope the kids aren't having a meltdown and then it's like cut to the piano being knocked over and everyone screaming yeah. and <laughs> mm, yeah it was good it was it was some comedic editing there I liked it too it was funny and it's just kind of funny to watch Jeremy struggle in particular oh, so. yeah and I love watching the producers razz him because they were standing doing the talking head and it's like, do you ever feel like this might have been uh, four children that you were taking care of? And she's like, ha ha ha, Jeremy's a big <laughs> kid. Ha 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 <sighs> Yeah, um, it's not cute. It's Jeremy, not cute. sorry. Well, I mean, to be fair, as much as Jeremy is a piece of shit, I think if he actually gets like real pastoring mentorship or whatever he'll settle down and be less wild yeah i like i can really that's what bothers me the most about jeremy is like he's just so annoying and immature and like constantly needs to be the center center of attention like he could just be like a normal dude yeah but he just doesn't have it in him i guess and if that's you what marry a dugger you can't be normal that's true <laughs> that is true like there's there's automatically something there's some disconnect there yeah. if you're willing to marry a Duggar. Because you're either a crazy fundy or you're someone who wants to be on TLC. Right. Either way, <laughs> like not not cute, not an attractive look. Uh-uh, not cute, not cute. Definitely attracts some weirdos. Yes, yes. Um, all right. Did you have anything else to say about that? No. That was pretty much it. Oh, I did want to um, shame Jeremy for putting an entire slice of pizza in his mouth. Like, go fuck yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's not necessary like how was that even enjoyable it's not you're just doing it to be edgy again he just needs the attention mm-hmm. i hate him um okay and so then the other part of this episode uh focuses on joy who is very very pregnant um and she goes on a walk with jessa and kind of to kind of discuss the birth plan and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i loved this scene so much because it was just jessa being like it was the worst experience of my life. I thought I was dying uh-huh. for two days. It's going to be fucking horrible. And Joy, Joy was like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. It's like so funny to watch. Holy shit. Yeah, no, I mean, that whole scene, I was sitting there just like, uh, maybe don't stress out the pregnant lady. Yeah, like I would not, like obviously it's good to, you know, be aware that labor can be very, very difficult in some cases and whatever but like yeah i just didn't think it was completely necessary for her to be given the details to joy who's literally about to give birth any day and wasn't joy there at jessa's birth well actually that's interesting you say that because joy says at one point in this episode in one of these episodes that she's never been to a birth oh which i thought is really weird it is weird because a lot of, like, all of the adult Duggar girls have gone to at least one of the other Duggar and girls. And usually the births. little girls go along sometimes, too, if it's close yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, but Joy, I don't know if she's just never been interested in seeing the birth. I don't know. But, yeah, she said she's never been to a birth. Well, that's further proof that Joy just wants to be Joanna Gaines and live a different life. Who knows? Work on Who knows? slipping houses I don't know. with her husband, Austin. Justin. Justin. Um let's see. Oh yeah. This whole time Jessa was talking, like, and I I understand, um I mean I don't really understand, but (laughs) it's your if you want to do a natural childbirth, like that's fine. I don't like it's your own 
I'm not going to judge you for that. Whatever. I would not, but that's fine. But like Jessa was here. Like she doesn't do an epidural and most of the Duggar girls don't do epidurals. And she was talking. She was like, I was in so much pain and literally nothing would help. And it's like literally an epidural would help. Like that's what it's for. So you don't have to be like nothing will help you with this pain because you can get an epidural. You're not like if you feel like you're going to die from the pain, why don't you like treat that pain? Preach. Thank you for that. Yes. Throw down. I heard the anyway, mic drop. You're welcome. I don't understand why people are so like, <sighs> I don't know. I think this is going to boil down to the whole thing of why I don't understand like mommy groups and stuff in general. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't understand why it matters what you or anyone else does. And like, if you breastfeed or use formula, like as long yeah. as you're not starving your child or like doing an at home cesarean section, like mm-hmm. do what you yeah, need to do. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I that I hundred percent agree. Like it that uh, it's everybody's situation, everybody's everything is different. So why would you judge somebody for their choices when their choices aren't even like negatively affecting the child? Like yeah. getting an epidural is fine. People get epidurals every day. I'm sure that there's some you know statistic out there that says something, but like people get epidurals every day. Don't it's fine to get an epidural. It's fine to breastfeed your child. It's fine to formula feed your child. Like. As long as you're taking care of your kid, yep. Fuck everybody else. Exactly, and it's just like I don't, I don't get it. Like I'm a judgmental ass person, but to that part, to that level, I just don't get it. Like, no. As long as you're not causing harm, I yeah, I call somebody out if they're like beating their kid. Like, mm, call them out. <laughs> yeah, but not vaccinating yeah. their children. Yes, call them <laughs> the fuck out then. Yes, please. <laughs> but yeah, let let somebody get an epidural. Yeah, shit. Um, that's my rant for the day well one of them i'm sure there'll be more that's your rant for this episode um are you ready to go in the next episode i am ready for a birthday and a birthday a birthday and a birthday these episode titles are just brilliant they are i mean to be fair they've gotten a lot better because i've looked at all the ones from like 19 kids and counting and they're like the duggars go on a walk yeah, yeah, and it's they always I think in those ones they really try to be like alliterative and cute with the episode titles and it's always just so awful. So but this episode um kind of had like a lot of little stuff in it, I think. Um it starts off with Jessa having the three pregnant sisters over for lunch, mm-hmm. which is Joy, Kendra, and Ginger. How was Ginger there? They never addressed like why she was there how she got there like she was just fucking at jess's house yeah i think she was maybe there for the birthday party i don't know i i mean i it was I never know. talked about like them coming in town she was just there I it was I so wrote, weird I wrote, ginger is in town too and that's literally the only thing that i wrote and i was like yeah like why? okay um so they kind of just like chit chat about pregnancy and they talk about names and stuff and keeping the names a secret before the baby is born which i totally get and that's i get that you don't want to hear anybody's fucking shit yeah that's what joyce said like who needs somebody else's opinion on that and i'm like yep that's true like it's your baby's name they can name their own damn baby if they want um yeah i mean maybe maybe jessa should have asked for some help just run it by one or two people like you could just do like a list of five and be like right yeah the ones that are bad exactly um but yeah so i i appreciated that um yeah. and they just like talk about their birth plans and baby stuff yeah they talk about birth centers and 
how the dudes yes. will be as dads, which like they'll all be the same. They'll be gone for 12 hours a day and occasionally come home to tell you what to do. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> Great dad. Great dad. <laughs> um, Maybe they'll hug you more than Jim Bob does. Uh, probably. Hopefully. Maybe they'll have a little bit more emotion toward their children. Um, so the other part of this episode, um, the Duckers are having a joint birthday party for Henry, who's Jess's baby, who's turning one, and Tyler, who is, we've talked about him before, he's Michelle's nephew that they have guardianship of. I grand-nephew okay grand-nephew yeah somehow yeah. like i was trying to figure it out so i looked it up and it was like her her like brothers or sisters kids kid yeah that makes sense. right yeah yeah and that's, which makes yeah. more sense yeah because he's like he's like young yeah yeah and it was so funny because we were watching this and chris was like who the fuck is tyler that's not a j name <laughs> It's so funny because sometimes on like the forums and stuff, they'll call him J Tyler, mm-hmm. like J apostrophe Tyler. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, but it's like, yeah, he sticks out like a sore thumb with that with that T name. Yeah. Um, but it was so funny because they had planned to have a bounce house in the front yard, but it was freezing rain because I think it was in February. I know Henry's birthday's in February. So like, yeah, that's kind of a, a gamble to get a bounce house for February, even in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, so thankfully, the Duggars' house compound is so fucking massive that they can fit a full-size bouncy house just in the front room. <laughs> it was insane. That whole, like, that decision-making process must have just been like, you know what? Let's just put it inside. That sounds like the most Duggar shit ever. Like, mm-hmm. it's the like, dangerous, uh, probably... I don't know, just risky in general, and okay, let's just fucking do it. <laughs> like, they were like, whole, they were like, hanging on to the rafters uh-huh. and like it's like jesus christ like if they didn't have like the vaulted ceilings they would have just been stuffing a like airbed that filled up an entire room into a room yep yep That's it was insane. crazy it was insane the whole this whole episode was just like so extra honestly it was so like it, was. it had this part and then after they do all the birthday stuff they go to the baylor house for mm-hmm. Lauren and Josiah and like they're flipping that house and it's huge and it's like a million bedrooms and they're just like here you guys live in it it looks like scary as hell how big it was it was I uh, it was 9,000 square feet is what it said that's, um, that's much and, too much square feet yeah like my house feels really big and it's like 2,300 <laughs> yeah I know and these are just two people yeah and they've never lived they live in like houses with like tons of other people so that sounds awful they're just gonna ramble around in there <laughs> yeah josiah was talking about how she he was gonna have to like call her and he would never know where he is and it's like yeah that's just that's just too much but i mean it goes to show like how even after they're married like these couples really only their only choice is to like live on properties that jim bob has that are still under his Mm -hmm. you know control so it's like okay yeah how how independent are you really but let's be real yeah yeah i mean they've forced um the like idea of frugality over everything else so Mm -hmm. hard that they're just like, nope, can't do it any other way. Um, sorry, I got us off topic of the birthday party. Do you have anything else that you want to say about that? 
I really don't. I really just wanted to talk about the bounce house. There's nothing really that goes on. Um. Oh, I did. I did have to talk about how Henry and his gray smash cake was gross as hell. But mm-hmm. I had forgotten that Spurgeon just like fucking projectile vomited on his cake yeah. and like oh, he is of the devil. We know how you feel about Spurgeon. You hate that child. I'm so sorry. Like, I feel bad for hating (laughs) a child, but, like, he might actually be, like, Damien from The Omen. I mean, I feel like you have a lot of good evidence to support that. So, especially with him with the goats last week, that really, that really set it off for me. I'm I'm kind of a, I'm kind of on board this train now. I never really thought of it before now, but I kind of, I kind of feel that way now. Good. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a good influence. I know. I just really really think that this child has has something missing in him <laughs> a soul maybe i mean yeah well because like henry that- seems normal like a regular kid and spurgeon seemed yeah. nut bar even when he was little <laughs> oh spurgeon hopefully he'll prove us wrong but we'll see yeah maybe he'll be the one to like break free and he's already done with their shit and that's why he's maybe out. maybe he's just He's just like angry at them. Maybe he's just being demonic, but just to them. Oh yeah, yeah. He's doing like some I can support that. Satan, like Baphomet statue shit. He's just like, that's what you get for naming me Spurgeon. I have a perfectly reasonable middle name. Why didn't you make that my first name? <laughs> Children everywhere who are named terrible first names. Cry. Yes. Okay, um, let's see what else happens in this episode. Okay, so Michelle and Austin's mom and some of the other Duggar girls, they go over to Joy's house Mm -hmm. to do some meal prep for after she has the baby. Um, And they kind of are talking about baby plans. Um, And Joy is planning on having a home birth. um, And they say if they need to go to the hospital, they'll go to the closest hospital, which is 25 or 30 minutes away. And that does not seem close enough, especially when it's like the hospital is your last resort. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like you're going right away. Like, if you went right away as labor is starting, I think 25, 30 minutes, like, you should be fine. But, like, if you're going to the hospital only in an emergency, that's not that's not close enough. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. That's not. And, like, the fact of the matter is they couldn't get an ambulance there any faster because I'm sure the ambulance barns right near the hospital. Like. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um so I yeah, I just why? I don't know um, cuz they're dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um but then it happens. Joy goes into labor mm-hmm. on her due date. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, they show her in labor and Michelle whispering in her ear which would be like the worst thing to do. I, I just know. like can you imagine? I don't like Having Michelle whisper in your ear ever is bad, but I feel like yes. having anyone whisper in your ear while you're like in pain is not great. No, I would like want to punch that person. I get like angry. Yeah, their hot breath touching your ear. Oh God, leave me alone, Michelle. Get <laughs> yeah. your baby voice out of my face. Like, you're doing great. It's just gonna split you in half like a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> it's no big deal, honey. You'll do this 18 more times. This is just the first one. <sighs> yes. But um, unfortunately, things don't go according to plan for Joy. I I feel like they didn't give a lot of detail on it, but like I don't think she was really progressing enough. And baby was breach. Yeah, so they are transported to the hospital, mm-hmm. um, and eventually Joy has to have a C-section, um, 
what she said was her worst fear, which I, I mean, I think a lot of people really like a lot of pregnant people are really wanting to not get a C-section, which I get mm-hmm. um, because I mean, C-sections suck to recover from for one. And then like, uh, it's like a different experience than probably like people plan. So I get that. Um, but thankfully C-section went fine mm-hmm. and they had a baby boy. And she should be glad as hell that she did not manage to push that baby out. Because that baby has a 15-inch circumference head. And the largest dugger head was 14 and a half inches. This thing was a monster. Yeah, that... There's no way she could have, like, given birth to that baby naturally. That baby had to be cut out. That baby was over 10 pounds. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's like five bags of flour. Big, baby. I know. My favorite line from this scene is after she gives birth and they're back in the hospital room with joy and all of like the close family members looking at the baby and seeing who the baby looks like and joy said i think he's a pretty good mix he's got austin's nostrils though (laughs) and it's so fucking true that baby does have austin's nostrils i don't i'm gonna have to look at that again because i did not get that part both of their babies had inherited austin's like weird big nostril nose situation interesting yeah a lot of people say that their second baby girl that she had over the summer looks exactly like a mixture between austin and jim bob oh poor girl. austin bob yeah uh, jim boston <laughs> <laughs> anyway oh okay so this baby though um they've named him after two days um they named him gideon martin i think martin is austin's middle name mm-hmm. um which, like, Gideon is exactly the type of name that I would expect one of the Duggar girls to pick their child. Like, super biblical. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It is what it is. It's not Spurgeon. It's am not I right? Spurgeon, but does have three of the same letters. So we were close there. Gideon and Spurgeon, yeah. Yeah. They're the eons together. The eons. Um, I did like, well, or laugh kind of at this point where um they're talking about so joy how is the first few you know how's week first week or so of pregnant of parenthood been and da 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 she's like well like i knew it was going to be a lot of responsibility but like i didn't realize it was going to be this much responsibility i feel like it's this whole series of episodes joy and austin in particular you can tell that they have some regrets uh-huh. uh at one point um, I'll just say it now because it's kind of relevant. That's but at one point they were talking about marriage, I think probably related to Josiah and Lauren. And Austin said, after one year of marriage, I can say I know why the divorce rate is as high uh-huh. as it is. He's like, marriage is work. I was like, I would be if I heard my husband say that after the first year of marriage, I'd be like, what the fuck? Well, it's OK. I'm sure she has a sign up um, in her house that says something like. My husband may be a big asshole, but I still love him because God gave him to me or something. Like, exactly. It's one of those like fucking like, I'd rather die than be married to you, but happy anniversary. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yes. Those are, you know, the Facebook posts we see all the time from our like, mm-hmm. you know, high school friends. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The normies. Um, the normies. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's move on to the next episode. Which, uh, so- oh man, so creative. <laughs> I love it's it. It's great. It's called Thrift Store Date Night. They've never been to a thrift store before. Oh, never. Not the Duggars. <laughs> um, so 
this episode, uh, Ben and Jessa, Josiah and Lauren, and Joe and Kendra are going on a thrift store date night together. Basically, the gist of this is the girls are picking out an outfit at the thrift store for the guys and vice versa. They have like a budget mm-hmm. um, and they have to be they're going to be wearing this outfit when they go out to dinner that night. <laughs> yeah. I I hated this whole thing, but like <laughs> the thing that I hated the most is Ben being like so weird. He's like, germs. And I'm like, well, they do like wash them. They launder them. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. also every piece of clothing that you buy from anywhere has people germs on it. Yeah. Like somebody could have tried it on at the store too. Like, yeah, it's. It could have been a return hung back up. Like, right. Right. I don't know. He just and he's yeah. just, just so fussy about it. That man needs some Zoloft. <laughs> yes, uh, don't we all? <laughs> I think that the dudes did a much better job at this than the girls did. Yeah, the, except for Joe. Yeah, I mean Joe, just poor little Joe. <laughs> poor Joe. I know. I felt so bad. Okay, so let's let's just talk about the outfits they picked. Uh-huh. So the boys got. We'll talk about the girls' outfits first. Okay. The girls, um, Lauren got like kind of like a nice, I don't know, it was an, I thought it was a very ugly dress, but it seemed like something that Lauren would wear, uh-huh. so I guess whatever. It at least like fit her and wasn't like yeah. eight different directions. It was just a right. dress and some shoes. A dress. Yeah. Like, so, uh, no, like what she, it looked like something she would pick out to wear on a date, so that was fine. Jessa, um, she had like a denim dress, which was kind of, was pretty nice. I thought he did a pretty good job mm-hmm. in like leggings and stuff like that. I mean, it was it was fine. Mm-hmm. But then Kendra, like, okay, so both of them were wearing dresses and they weren't like super dressy, but they looked nice for like a nice yeah. date. And then, and I mean, Kendra is pregnant, so he had to take that into consideration. But he just got her like this like cotton t-shirt that said like home on it. And uh-huh. then like this disgusting maxi dress that was like. I don't even know. And she was, and I, she kept, I could tell that she was like conscious of it because she kept being like, yeah, mine's really comfy. I could wear this any day. Uh Yeah. It's so comfortable. (laughs) I know. Poor Kendra. Like she just gets the short end of the stick because Joe is dumb as a rock and she does not have enough brain cells. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They need to be able to like put their heads together so they can each take their one brain cell and rub it together. For real. For real. Yeah, they can't be separated because <laughs> everything will fall apart. So let's see. So Jessica got Ben like this like wannabe hipster outfit with like a cardigan and a tie and a fedora. And it was just like trying way too hard. It was so bad. It was like Jessa just went through Pinterest from like 2004 to 2008 and was like, this is it. This is the man yeah. I want. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. Um, oh, and then God, it got worse. Um, <laughs> um, oh, so Lauren wanted to play a joke on Josiah mm-hmm. because Josiah is the prankster, and so he she had gotten him like a an irregular outfit, but then had like a couple dollars left over, so she bought him like pajamas basically Mm -hmm. which like i thought that this joke would have been so much funnier if she just got him like a really ugly outfit Mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like the pajamas made it like clear that he wasn't supposed to be wearing it out yeah i don't know i mean there's a reason that that the only good pranks in the show are done by josiah and that's because no one else again has a brain cell for it that's true 
Um, but then, so he puts that on and they joke that that's the real outfit, but it's not. And so then he changes and he's wearing like a orange dress shirt, shirt and a vest and a tie. And it's just, wow. Yeah, it's a lot. And Joe's outfit, right, is the one with the butter yellow mm-hmm. vest yes. over the dark blue shirt with the yes. gold tie. Just bad. Just it bad. It was so bad. Yeah, these these people have no taste. No, they don't. None. It's so bad. It was it was atrocious, and I felt very bad for Kendra having to go out and feel bad because I'm sure she yeah. already wasn't feeling great from being pregnant and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, looking at all of them, like, Kendra looked way out of place. They all looked so much more dressed up. And I was like, oof. And Joe just was like, she looks great. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, He's like, she's a girl I can touch. So I love her. Yes, exactly. Um, so then they go out to dinner and they talk about marriage. And I think that's when the line about I know why the divorce rate is so high came up. Um and how they communicate and stuff like that also during this dinner discussion they were saying oh it's 114 days till the wedding and i was like wow they're taking such a long time to get married i know right <laughs> I'm oh like, my that's gosh that's like three and a half months yes <laughs> that's like no time at all yeah yeah I'm like all oh, um, right right <laughs> they're still getting just in dugger in dugger time though that's like forever years for engagement so Wow. Yeah. And they did say chicken tendies at one part. Hell yeah. And I was like, I love a good chicken tender and I love calling them chicken tendos, but they're not the only thing that I will eat, which I think no. they are the only thing some of the Duggars will yes. eat. Yes. I genuinely think that too. Like I love, oh yeah, I'll eat a chicken tender anytime. But like if I'm going out on a date, like I'm not getting fucking chicken tender. Mm-hmm. I'm getting like a steak or something. I don't know. Yeah. At least something like interesting. Yeah, not, yeah. Not chicken tenders. You can get chicken tenders anywhere, and they'll be good. Yep, exactly. Like, they're very consistent for when you don't want to, like, fuck your stomach up when you're on a road trip and whatever. Right, right. Ah, road trips. Road trips. (laughs) Um, okay, so, also in this episode, um, Ginger and Jeremy go to the fair, um, (laughs) in Laredo for a date night, um, yeah, Jer- Ginger's really pregnant, uh-huh. and Jeremy has some, like, weird freeze-dried ice cream, which was yeah. strange. Um, Texas County Fairs are, like, a whole different level, because, like, that's the first place that I ever saw deep-fried Oreos, and I've seen a deep-fried stick of butter, and I've seen, you know, deep-fried Snickers, deep-fried Coke, like, mm-hmm. just the level of food ingenuity that goes into a Texas County Fair is epic. That makes a hundred. That makes so much sense to me, though. Like, if there's going to be giant fairs like that, where else would they be but Texas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My parents used to live in Austin, and we went to the Texas County Fair one year, and it was like so overwhelming because it was just like a thousand food stalls and then like the regular Jesus. fair stuff, and I was just like, "How do you choose?" <laughs> For real, Ugh, I miss fairs so much. Ugh. I know. I miss festivals I wanna- and fairs, man. Me too. Ugh, that's what I really want. It's the best kind of like being out in public, but not having to talk to anyone. Yeah. And you could just like go around and eat and like watch people. And what mm-hmm. better is like, there's nothing better than that. Preach. Um, and because Jeremy has to be the center of attention, he decides he wants to do the mechanical bull. <laughs> because of course, 
Um, and he's wearing fucking khakis. First of all, who goes to the fair wearing khakis? I don't know. Like, what are you doing? Maybe it's because he thinks he's going to see people from his church. I feel like you could wear jeans still. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would judge you for wearing jeans at a fair. Yeah, I think lots of pastors wear jeans. Yeah, definitely. Definitely in fucking Texas. You know it. Yeah, I mean, the jeans cost $300, but they're jeans. They're jeans. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he lasted, like, 20 seconds, but it was going, like, really, like, really easy on him. So I did really kind of want him just to, like, kick it up to 11. Fuck him up. Yeah, just yes. throw him off that motherfucker in, like, a little tornado and be like, that's what you get. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, do you have anything else about the fair? I don't know. It just seemed like the worst decision because Jeremy doesn't like stinky stuff. Like, he has always been very anti-smell. And Ginger's, like full-ass pregnant and they're pregnant just like fuck. cool we're gonna go to a shit stall and look at all the animals yeah sounds like a great time Ugh, yeah um yeah shall we go to joy and austin and gideon what are we gonna yes, call them go. now jostian jostidian jostidian Ooh, that sounds like an eevee evolution in pokemon yes exactly <laughs> um austin is hilarious i don't know why it was so funny to me but he's like i just kind of realized that i'm the only thing keeping this thing alive and i don't know what to do it's just so stressful (laughs) yeah i think they had some real like new parent panic right away yeah um yeah yeah you these are things you should think through before you get pregnant like am i willing to literally take care of this being and be like the reason this being is alive and survives and you know Mm -hmm. do i have that within me to do if the answer is no probably don't have a kid yeah just my advice yeah maybe see if you grow into it Mm -hmm. but also fuck it not everyone needs to have a kid yeah for real not everyone yeah like the world will be fine if the world will be much better if more people probably did not have kids let's be real yeah, if everyone, if every pregnancy was a, like, thought through decision between two people, or even just right. one person who wants to get pregnant, like, right, just as long as Definitely. you think it through, you like, you have to do a fucking worksheet to ask you questions. <laughs> For real, that it should that that should be like the bare minimum. Yes, it's like question um, one: if you don't feed the baby every three hours, this baby might die. And it will be your <laughs> fault. What are you going to do? Uh, panic. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's see. They were super sleep deprived. Austin mm-hmm. said the only reason that people would have another baby is because they're so sleep deprived that they don't remember how bad the first one was. Yep. Yep. Joy said, "Oh my God!" Can- oh no. The producer said to Joy, "Can you imagine having 18 more?" And she was just like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I think I think that it was a big wake up call for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she I think they both had the fear of God in their eyes. <laughs> yes, I agree. And the God was baby. Right. <laughs> Lord. Baby God. Baby God. The only God um, I worship is an infant. The baby God. <laughs> um and speaking of Jostidian, uh-huh. um, Jana is hosting a combined baby shower and sip and see for uh 
Justidian and Joy and Kendra and their baby. Um, and I'd never heard of a sip and see. I don't think that's a really thing. I don't think thing. it's a thing. I think it's just that they were being like Joy and Austin were being Joy and Austin and didn't consider having a baby shower and letting anyone know like what the gender was or anything like. Right. Yeah. You just got to have that just... baby shower if you want the presents or just don't yeah. have the baby shower. But also, like, why can't you just call it a baby shower, even if that the baby's already born? Like, that yeah. happens sometimes. My brother was, like, really premature, and my mom's baby shower with him was after he was born. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was still a baby shower. Yeah. You're just, I mean, you're showering a baby now instead of showering a pregnant yeah. woman for a baby. Yeah, exactly. It's the same shit. Um, but anyway, <sighs> they play a game um, where the couples have to blindfold themselves. And the the mm-hmm. it's so it's Joy and Austin. Joe and Kendra and um, Josiah and Lauren and the mm-hmm. wife fiance partner has to spoon feed basically the other person <laughs> blindfolded and see who does it fastest. Mm-hmm. It was gross. I'm glad that Jana really only gave them like applesauce and stuff, not like the really yeah. gross stuff like smashy peas. But I don't know. It was it's so weird. And I hate that they do these like little games and there's like 200 people there like yeah like what yeah they they they're, like three people are playing the game and then everyone else just has to watch them play it's that's not fun no no you go and like you have a game where everyone can play like you know guess the gender mm-hmm. whatever yeah. things like you know whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know they just always seem to be performing definitely that's kind definitely. of who they are it is how they are all right, let's move on to the next episode. This is called Lauren Finds Her Dress. And she does, and she doesn't go to the crazy lady. She doesn't. Place. Yeah, let's let's just get in and let's talk about that. Hell yeah. Um, so, yeah, she doesn't go to Miss Renee, which was interesting. This is the first time, first wedding in a long time, if not the first wedding, that we haven't had Miss Renee be the wedding dress person. Which is specifically, like, wild to me, too, because they went to a wedding dress place in Arkansas and, like... If the Duggars only use Miss, what's her name? Miss Renee. Miss Renee. I can't get her and Miss Cindy. <laughs> I know. God, Miss Renee. Like, they just found a random place. Yeah, they I didn't don't. Live I don't there. know. Like they're yeah. They didn't go to Georgia. Like go back to Georgia to find a wedding dress. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that maybe they had like a falling out with Miss Renee. I don't know. There's maybe. maybe there's some dish there that we don't know about. We'll have to see where Abby gets her dress. Um, but yeah, they go. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. I can't remember. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, Lauren came in with, like, a very set idea for what she wanted. She wanted crepe material, no lace. She wanted beading. And obviously, it has to be modest. Mm-hmm. And so they tried on a bunch of dresses that didn't fit that at all. Yeah, the person <laughs> was, like, a puffy lace puff puff. <laughs> yeah, they were all, like, really lacy, and she was, like, explicitly, like, I don't want lace. Yeah, she's like, it looks vintage, but not, like, elegant vintage. Um, I was going to say, when she was picking out the dress, she said, I want my dress to complement my face and not necessarily my body. But then she, like, the dress she gets is so fucking fitted. Uh-huh. It's like, right, you don't want that to complement your body at all, even though it's tight everywhere. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, okay, so... Lauren and her dad's relationship is just kind of weird to me, too. Mm-hmm. Like, she invited him along, which is fine. Like, right. that's not that weird. But it is weird for who these families are, I guess. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. And 
it was very weird how often she's like, I just love you and you're just my best friend. And I don't think any of them have said that about Michelle and Jim Bob. Like, Yeah. Well, that's what she was talking about in like the wedding episode. She's like, yeah, my dad and Josiah are the only two people who can calm me down or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, she's like always talking about her dad. Yeah. And all, doesn't call him anything but daddy. Because uh, she's 18. She's a child. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. yeah, he went along. They all had the love it or leave it signs. Yes. Um, which are stupid because then you can just remember the yeah. picture of your friend being like, fuck this dress. And you're being like, this is the one I want. And they're like, leave it. No, 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 no. I'm not like, yeah, I would, I would just, I would refuse to use a sign like that because like Jana said, I think in this episode, like, you don't know what the bride wants. Mm-hmm. Like your opinion doesn't really matter at all. Like, just be supportive of whatever that bride wants yep yep you're there for ideas and moral support you're not right. there to choose the dress exactly um but yeah she went with uh with the crepe dress um that she was it was long sleeve though she tried it on but she's gonna get cap sleeved mm-hmm. um and it had like a beaded ornate back that she needed to have lined because it was not modest enough for her even though it's covered up like with fabric it's just that you can understand that she has like a carapace <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's whatever. I don't know. But yeah, and then they gave her a cathedral veil, which was really cute. Mm-hmm. I love cathedral veils. I do too. I had one, so I didn't. I don't I didn't have a veil. Yeah. Can't hide this beauty. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, when I I tried on my wedding dress the first time, I tried it on and then they put a cathedral veil on me and I'm like, God damn it, you guys should have done that because now I can't not get the cathedral veil because it looks so good. And they're like, dress. that's why we did it. It's our most I know, expensive I know. veil. Yes, yes. But Ugh. whatever. Yeah, they're so pretty. Um, I mean, when else are you going to wear a veil? So Exactly. I mean, shit, I just wore like basically an entire set of potted plants on my head, so... Hell yes. Yes, I've seen pictures. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, should I do a veil or do I just want to put succulents on? There you go. Ginger and Jeremy <laughs> sitting in a tree. They go <laughs> check out where to do B-I-R-T-H-I-N-G. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they go to a birth center because I'm sure Ginger is a little spooked to be in Texas away from her family. And then mm-hmm. like the last birth that she went to i think was jess's or no that she was facetimed in for yeah yeah and that was like cool you know see your sister bleed (laughs) out after her first baby real cool (laughs) exciting um yeah so she's going to a birth center that's like really close to a hospital which is like i think a lot better option than doing a home birth if you're like not really not wanting to do a hospital birth Mm -hmm. i guess like this is fine but the problem is that this birth center is in san antonio which is two hours two and a half hours from laredo Mm -hmm. which like if you're like in like sometimes and i know first labors are usually slower and blah blah blah, but like you don't know how fast it's gonna be that's Mm -mm. even even like if it was slow can you imagine being in the car for two and a half hours like while you're in labor that sounds fucking horrible no and like it's not like you can like knock yourself out with anything no no thanks it's a no for me um Um, but yeah we got to see uh, a birth stool demonstration which (laughs) i really appreciated that i know it was so good and the fact that jeremy liked it so much i'm like he's gonna discover some things about himself (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah some interesting things he did not know <sighs> yeah it was it was cool um i am very concerned that they use a hot tub for the 
uh, water births because I feel like the jets will like capture placenta. Mm. Yeah, I don't really know how that would work. It should be like disposable or like just have a drain in the bottom like a regular tub. Yeah, yeah. Please. Yeah. I'm so upset by it. Like I saw it and I was like, crevices. <laughs> which i know i just was like ben's a dummy because he's a germaphobe but i don't want someone else's placenta shooting around in the mean, water with me i think that that's fair i don't think that that's like an unreasonable <laughs> request um <laughs> so the other part of this episode with ginger is they are going to their first ultrasound and they are finding out what they're having mm-hmm. um they are planning to have their family down for a gender reveal but they are going to find out at the ultrasound and they are having a girl and it's like the first dog or girl grandbaby in a really long time yeah so that's kind of exciting um yeah yeah i don't i don't really know what else to say about it because we get a lot more of them soon yeah we'll we'll talk more about that that part in a later episode but let's finish out this episode um so the family's going to Colorado for a ski trip um, to celebrate John and Jana's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how all, they all go skiing and they all plan these ski trips and none of them can fucking ski. Yeah. Like, Which, like, is fine. But, yeah, it's like, I don't I don't know. I grew up in Colorado and I cannot ski. And that is a lot of Coloradans. But then you just don't go skiing. Do yeah. other stuff. Yeah. Like, if you think, if you're interested in skiing, like, why don't they take skiing lessons before they go skiing? Because they just go up on the mountains and say, I wonder if there's someone here who can tell us how to do this. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, I I did enjoy watching Ben fall repeatedly. It was very good. Particularly awful. Yes. Um yeah, like all they all suck at skiing. Pretty much all the adults, at least the kids, are like fine because they're fucking kids. They yeah, just and they're so bendy, and you can just like Woo. kids. Kids are not human. Like no. they can do things that real life human beings cannot do. So yeah, yeah. You everyone has reached their peak performance at the age of five, and it's just all fucking downhill from there <laughs> for fucking real. <laughs> I yes. Um, but yeah, they go skiing. Joy and Austin go with Gideon, even though like Gideon was like just fucking born, uh-huh. so Joy can't even ski. So like, why? Why do they? Well, but they go? also brought Henry and Spurgeon too. So I think it's just that yeah. Joy got the short straw because she still can't ski because of she had abdominal surgery a month ago. Yeah. So she's now the babysitter. That's. I'm sure she's very happy about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, I can't imagine having 18 more kids. Let me get my fucking sister's demon spawn and his brother (laughs) (laughs) um yes you're right they also have another scene where they're justifying why they're not wearing skirts Uh as they ski because they always have to talk about it if they're doing some type of activity yeah they're like this isn't a scandal we got permission yes (laughs) our dad said it was okay our dad said that he couldn't see our chow chas oh my gosh (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't know what they call it, but Chocha seemed right. Uh, probably not far off. <laughs> um, yeah, they play charades in the cabin, and they talk about how competitive everyone is, they and everyone was Pictionary, annoying me. And then they got into a fight, because then somebody else, was John was doing charade miming, and it turned into a whole big, like, simmering, seething rage moment that you could, like, see that everyone was just like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, everyone was getting real pissed. Real yeah. pissed. Yeah, and they were like, we should have had a ref. 
It's like, yeah, who would have to hire someone? Yeah. I don't know. They don't communicate very well, obviously. Right. <laughs> it was interesting because Jana did do her whole, like, yeah, I just want to, like, flip houses and maybe do some, like, interior design. That's something mm-hmm. I really enjoy. And that's what I could see myself doing for, like, the rest of my life. And it's like, oh, and you invited your girlfriend, Laura, along to the ski trip. Yeah, we see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Laura's just always just around. Yeah. She's always just around. Always with Jana. Mm-hmm. It's curious. <laughs> interesting. It is quite interesting. And they can um, front hug and everything. I mean, it doesn't, there's no rules against that, Mm-mm. so. They could hold hands. They could. They could say I love you before they're engaged. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we just fucking, that's how you break the Duggar, the Duggar yeah, exactly. code. It's just the Duggar be code. Gay. Be so gay. Yes. <sighs> the gayest you could possibly be. Okay. <sighs> so, right. the next episode mm-hmm. was Ginger's Double Surprise. Yes. Which is also called Kendra Has a Baby. Yes, it's also Kendra Gives Birth. It's like, a, I think it was a two-hour special mm-hmm. that was, like, then cut up into somewhere, some places it's, like, two separate episodes and whatever. Yeah, regardless, it has all the same content. <laughs> yeah, we'll just go through it all. So yeah. the main part of the beginning of this, at least, is Ginger and Jeremy are having a gender reveal party. Um, <laughs> I just, I forgot that this was this episode, and then I just remembered this gender reveal party all over oh again. And I know, it's it's... It's so bad. So, first of all, both of their families are coming to Laredo, which before the end of the, before I remember that there's also a baby shower here, I was like, I cannot, I would be so fucking pissed if I was coming, like I had to travel to go to somebody's gender reveal party mm-hmm. and then it being as bad as gender's gender reveal party was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was so bad. Yeah, basically, <laughs> the gist of it is there's going to be two teams with two team captains. They're going to do an obstacle course uh, involves eating a bunch of ice cream and spitting around and running, a.k.a. vomiting, basically. Yeah, vomit comet. And then, like, the whole obstacle course is basically like a dog agility course, but mm-hmm. just to shove some humans through it. Exactly. Like, they had, like, child size, um, like, tunnels that, like, even the adults had to go through. It was, like, a whole thing. Um, only and Ginger and Jeremy could make ice cream a punishment honestly for real like they had to eat the ice cream as fast as they could which is not how you should eat ice cream no. and then they had to spin on a bat 10 and times try, and then try to like walk or run or something they uh, and... had to bounce on the bounce hopper ball oh even worse yeah so yeah just I, I would throw up 100% I mm-hmm. know I would yeah it was so bad and like people were pregnant and people were freshly not pregnant and like yeah. I really felt Jessa when she just had the bouncy ball between her legs and she just walked with it. Yes. She's yes. just like I'm not doing this. I, I've just had two babies. <laughs> yeah. No. No thanks. Um, but yeah they do the gender reveal party or they do the obstacle course and then the winner of the obstacle course who is Jim Bob's team of course mm-hmm. gets to reveal the gender by like pulling a neon sign and then the color of it is what it is i hope they rented that sign by the way i don't know like, it's I, just hot pink baby now <laughs> it just says baby in hot pink um what well, they just put over the baby's crib and then they'll upgrade to child soon okay, hell yes <laughs> um yeah um they're they're having a girl right 
Yes, they're having, they're having a, girl. a girl. That's what they're it ends up being. The pink team won the race, and they got to pull the string and see the pink baby. It was all pink, and everyone was really excited because, like I said, it's the first girl in a long, long while for the mm-hmm. Duggars, and it's the first grandbaby on Jeremy's parents' side. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Um, yeah, they were very cute. I like mm-hmm. I like the Voilos a lot more than everybody else. Oh, like, wow. they're still kind of sanctimonious and obviously conservative but like they seem like people who can talk to other they seem, people <laughs> they seem relatively like normal people like i could probably have a conversation with them i could not have a conversation with jim bob and michelle Mm-mm. no the first time michelle says season of your life i would just like i don't know bite her in the arm or something something yeah just freak something. out run away yeah. screaming <laughs> um Okay, so do we want to let's just continue with Ginger and Jeremy and then we'll yes. talk about the other stuff. So, um, in addition to the gender reveal party, mm-hmm. some of the Duggar sisters and Jam- Jeremy are in on a plan to surprise Ginger with a baby shower, mm-hmm. which is being thrown by a friend of Ginger and Jeremy. And Jeremy did like officiated their wedding, I guess. Yeah. Um, and this lady, her name is Margarita, she went fucking off for this baby shower. She did. It was amazing. I want Margarita throw me a baby shower someday because it was like there was balloons. It was so pretty. There was a fucking taco truck. Like, yeah. yes. Yeah. And please. like the cute pink wreath on the door. It was, it was like so, it was so tasteful for a Duggar party. Yeah. And she did like such a good like she you can tell she like really, really worked on it. So mm-hmm. hell yeah, Margarita. You are the v- the the like real. I know. MVP. They should hire her instead of Miss Cindy. Yeah. Fuck Miss Cindy. Margarita's where it's at. Um, so they all surprise Ginger. They like tell her they're going shopping for baby clothes. And then Margarita calls her and is like, oh, hey, we have a crib. Do you want to come and check it out and see if you like it? And then they go and it's everybody's there. And it's, it's a party. very cute, but it's not it hard to uh, surprise Ginger. She's yeah, they kept talking daily. about that because she's <laughs> dumb as hell. Yeah, um, <laughs> she's happy about it. She's fine. I get it. Ignorance is bliss, man. Just chill out. If I could be that way, I would. I, w- I really wish I could. No brain, no thought. Just no thoughts. silence. Oh, God, <laughs> that sounds so peaceful. <sighs> yeah. Um, okay. So what should we go back to? Are we done so, with Ginger and Jeremy? So Yeah. So let's talk about Joe and Kendra. Okay. Um, so, well, first of all, Kendra's mom is just found out that she's expecting again. Mm-hmm. So that means, and Kendra's about ready to give birth. So that means they are pregnant at the same time. And spoiler alert, that's not the last time that will happen. Um, <laughs> no, just no. Um, and so they, Kendra's mom comes over, they talk pregnancy stuff. Kendra's dad helps put the car seat in the car. And then they decide that they want to do a test run to see how long it would take them to get ready and go to the hospital. Because Kendra's having a hospital birth, thank God. Which is, I don't know how Kendra ended up being the smartest person in this whole fucking thing. Because, like, Kendra is just a sweet, dear summer child. Just Mm -hmm. staring into that camera sometimes, like, there's nobody home. But... She's going to a hospital. She was the one to suggest, like, hey, maybe we should do a dry run, see how long it yeah. takes to get to the hospital. Like, and she like, seems to be prepared, like trying to be prepared at least. Like, she's very, not like Joy and just like whatever happens, happens. We'll have the baby. It'll get here, and then we'll raise it. Yeah, preparation is a foreign concept to the Duggars. They just wing it. It is. Their it whole is. lives are just failing upwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, it shows them like getting all the stuff together. Um, and my favorite part of this was the part where they're like, Joe's like, oh, we got to get some snacks. Uh-huh. And they were talking about how Joe is a like a stress eater. Like when he gets nervous, he just fucking eats. And I just, I, in my notes, I have, he is the most basic human necessities kind of guy <laughs> I've ever fucking seen. Like just, just like fucking Neanderthal type yeah, thing. His like tender profile would be like, I'm looking for someone to date. I like to eat dinner and breathe. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> Joe Duggar right there. Um, um, my favorite part of this part was uh, when Kendra and Joe were talking about how long they think the labor was going to be and everything. And he's like, it could be like, you know, 20 hours, two days. Da, da, da. And she's mm-hmm. just like, I'm hoping for a nice tight 12. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just hope for a tight 12. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd ask for like a nice tight four hour labor. Yeah, exactly. Like 12 is like, oh, God. That's a big one. <laughs> that is a lot. <laughs> Let's hope for single digits. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really it. Um, all right. So yeah, they, they do their test drive. They realize it'll take them about a half hour to get everything together and get to the hospital, whatever. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So this is moving on to the second episode for me, but it's the same episode for you. Kendra uh-huh. gives birth. Um, so we check in with Justidian at this part. Yep. Um, Gideon's two and a half months old at this point and they're still overwhelmed as fuck. Um, but at this point, Jessa is having a honeymoon themed potluck yeah. for the married couples around the um, world, around the world. So each couple has to bring a dish that is inspired by where they went on their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. So Joy and Austin are bringing chocolate fondue. Um, they have a very intense discussion about double dipping. Jesus. Like, yeah, for real. Austin's like the Austin yeah. is... I mean, I get I, it. I hate it when people double dip, but also I don't care that much. Yeah, like he, I, I would not get along with Austin. Let me tell mm-hmm. you that he's just like a my way or the highway type of person, and I, mean, I don't have the patience for that. They all hang out together often enough that if you're gonna get any crud from them, you would have already gotten it. Yeah, exactly. Um, whatever. Um, Jess and Ben make fettuccine alfredo because they went to like Paris, Italy, and Rome for their. Mm-hmm honeymoon and they made pasta in rome yes um and then joe and kendra make greek salad and it doesn't have lettuce and they have to talk about that again oh my god i know and austin (laughs) was like so mad he's like where's the lettuce like everyone knows that every salad has to have a lettuce we went over this last week austin did you not listen to the episode last week no he didn't and also he's never considered fruit salad fruit salad is salad and there is no lettuce and there should never be lettuce in fruit salad yeah God, have you ever been served fruit salad on a leaf of lettuce, like, to, like, keep Ugh. it from dripping on everything else, but then it gets lettuce tasting? Yeah, like, we don't mix those. No. Like, just fruit in a bowl or on the plate, please. Like, Thank you. cut out the side of a pineapple if you need a boat or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. Yeah, you're already using the pineapple. Just leave the boat part. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I've solved it. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> Um, oh, this is when fucking Austin says, I'm not very good at multicultural e- etiquette. Yes. Like, etiquette. I, he's such a fucking numpty. Yeah, well, he's just an idiot. And yeah, I a don't cocky really idiot. Know. Yeah. This is also the point when Austin is talking about how he feels like they missed out on a lot of like the normal like experiences and feelings that, uh, 
newlywed couple has because they were working on their house and Joy was pregnant. And it's like, yeah, it sounds like they were just fucking miserable. Yeah, it sounds like you guys really didn't plan through how stressful setting up and building basically a whole new house would be right when you get married, right when you first move in together, right when you get pregnant. Like, you should have just been like, hey, Pops, I can't finish this. Joy's pregnant. I've got to find another house to, like, live in while we flip it. And it's like, cool, okay. (laughs) Yeah, like, clearly y'all didn't think that out at all because, shoo. Yeah, you had her using a fucking table saw up until her due date, basically. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and Lauren says that she wants to go to Austria for their honeymoon because she loves Sound of Music. Oh, my God. I forgot that they talked about Austria and now I've full circled Von Trapped it. Yep. But, and yeah. we'll talk about it even more next time we talk about the Duggars because I I know about their honeymoon and there's oh, some shit. Sound of Music stuff in their honeymoon. Oh, so. fuck. Chris is yeah. going to want to watch that episode. He loves Sound of Music. <clears throat> okay, so that's really all I had for that potluck thing. Yeah, me too. Okay. Oh, other than this is two and a half weeks later from what was the first half of the episode for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. So she's like 38 and a half weeks. So she's, she's popping. Yeah. Um, So the other little thing that happens in this episode is Lauren and Josiah have their bachelor bachelorette parties, which was like one scene. Yeah. And it was uh, the family set up like a human sized foosball court and they did it. And it was really lame. I know. It was so lame and it could have been so fun. Like if people didn't have to wear skirts and be modest and shit, like if you could wear like stuff and you could like flip over the bar to kick the ball. Oh man, it would be fun. Yeah, it was it was not fun. No, it was just it was them lame. kicking balls in between bales of hay, basically. This was somehow the lamest of all the bachelor parties, and that's like really saying something because they've all been very lame. They really have. <laughs> like, I think the least lame one was the, like the uh, whitewater rafting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like a reasonable bachelor at yeah. party. But that was Joe who was like, "I don't like the water, but we're going." <laughs> swapped like joe's one will be yeah. cruise ball and lauren and josiah, josiah yeah. get the kayaking which i can't right. imagine lauren kayaking no me either Ugh. okay um so the last part of this episode is kendra has her baby mm-hmm. um so she goes into labor at home and she kind of has her mom and sister helping her monitor it um and they talk a lot about how kendra stops breathing when she's in pain and how like she has to have somebody there to remind her to breathe. I don't know if they know this, but if you pass out from not breathing, like just holding your breath, you'll start breathing again. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, it sounds but like they were she's like, like the little kid who's like, when they don't get what they want, they're just until yeah, their face exactly. goes red. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were like really worried about that and they kept talking about it and it's like, Jesus, is it really like she, okay yeah i don't know i feel like your body will take over eventually and just like even yeah. if you don't pass out like it'll just be like Ugh. yeah <laughs> i mean i do understand like coaching someone through breathing and labor is like a thing but like mm-hmm. the way they were talking about it was like she's just gonna pass out she's just gonna stop breathing and pass out yeah it's like no then that's fine if she passes out because <laughs> her body will breathe for her again uh I, I don't even know. How long did her labor end up being? I don't... Didn't it ended it up being um, 13 hours before she started pushing. Well, so, almost a tight 12. Yeah, not not too far off. A, a um, loose 12. 
A loose 12, yeah. Okay. Definitely, um, I'd, I'd say one of the easier labors that we've seen, though. Uh, I mean, not easy, but, like, one of the faster I mean, labors, I would say. Cause, like, she was prepared and, like, went to the hospital and had, mm-hmm. like, actual, like, it seemed like she had actual, like, training when she was doing the counting with her fingers. Like, yeah, she actually right. did, like, Lamaze or whatever. Right, right. Instead of just winging it with Michelle's advice. Exactly. Yeah, that's, no. So, yeah, they have a baby boy. His name is Garrett David. Garrett is Joe's middle name. It's also Michelle's dad's name. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's I don't fine. like it, but it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. It's, I mean, <laughs> it's I feel like most white men in Arkansas could be named Garrett. Yes. It. Yes. Maybe that's why I don't like it. Like, it reminds me of a white man in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. So, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. perfect fit. Garrett may storm the uh, Capitol one day. You know there were several Garrett's there that day. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. They were posting about it. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, everything went good. They have the baby. Mm-hmm. Everything's everything's fine and dandy with them. Yeah, again, Kendra, somehow preparation does actually make you more prepared. Yep. Imagine <laughs> that. Imagine that. Who the fucking thunk it? I know. All right, let's dive into the finale of this season, which is Josiah and Lauren's prankless wedding. Question mark? I will see. Okay, (laughs) so this episode starts with Josiah and Lauren writing 52 reasons why they love each other, and they're going to read one of these reasons every week, and I want to know how long do you think that lasted? I think they read them all like three days later. I mean, maybe, because, like, you know, after, like, three weeks of doing that, you'll just forget, and it'll be like, oh, it's been, like, seven weeks. I guess let's read seven reasons why I love you. Yeah. Well, okay. And so, at one point in time, Lauren says, "Um, my favorite part of Josiah are his leadership skills. And I'm like, Um, what? Yeah, he doesn't (laughs) have leadership skills, but also, if he did, like... Where would he show them? That's the only thing you know about him, is he wants, like led something yeah um yeah that's i mean that's also like kind of a creepy thing to like that's the one thing about your husband like oh he knows how to lead Mm -hmm. that's not i don't know that's not like like the top priority for me it's like the crossover of like business trophy wife and pastor's wife yes yeah the intersection there for real um so that happened oh yeah and then so we go to laredo ginger is 35 Mm -hmm. weeks along and her and jeremy are taking a birth class jesus christ holy fuck this birth class was insane it was it was their birth midwife lady went into fake labor and was like (laughs) she was so extra i loved her so much so um this I was watching this and I was trying to get a PlayStation for one of my friends Hell <laughs> at yes. the same time. So I had switched back over to that screen to look at the countdown clock. Uh-huh. And um, so all I hear is this woman going like, Ugh! <laughs> Ugh! and I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like, what are we seeing here? Who's going into birth? It did just, like, come out of nowhere, too. Like, all of a sudden, she's just, like, on the floor screaming. <laughs> on her hands and knees, just, like, moaning. Yeah, and everyone's just, like, sta- it was, like, it was amazing, honestly. It was so wild, but it was it was good. Also, did you notice that Jeremy responded? He was like, oh, I was about to call 9-11. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. 
Like, this man, this man is about our age from the East Coast. He was yeah. from, like, he lived in New York. 9-11? 9/11. No. Um, no one calls it 9-11. Like, it's no, 911. It's 911. Um, yeah, that was, oh God, Jeremy. Um, Jeremy and this whole class, like, again, just being so annoying and attention-seeking like if I were another because there were other couples in the class it wasn't just Mm -hmm. them and if I were one of the other couples it was like and obviously I'm sure it was edited but like Jeremy was like always like screaming stuff or saying jokes and like it's like dude this birthing class you don't need to be on yeah it's not fun to be the class clown when you're paying for the class and like people are trying to learn like a real human skill right right like you're not just Um, interrupting discussion of Huckleberry Finn you're exactly Like, this, this is, is stuff people stuff need. Yeah. That you should care about as well. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't like Jeremy. I don't no. know if I've made that clear or not. Fuck Jeremy. Maybe. <laughs> Fuck Jeremy. The inspiration. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's I'm like so, you. I feel so bad that I'm just like this child, but also. <laughs> Jeremy is to me what Spurgeon is to you. That's fair. Our nemesis. <laughs> Our daughter Our nemesis. nemesis. There we go. Yours is a literal baby. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, that seems right. That seems on brand for me. It does. It really does. <laughs> I mean, I would not answer the question correctly of the, uh, are you willing to feed your child every three hours so they don't die? I'd be like, I don't think so. And that's why <laughs> nah, I don't I'm have good. kids. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I made that decision. I'm not I'm not ready for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. This, so. Oh God, I don't. There were so many things happening in this episode about this wedding that were just like little one like flash of just like, what the fuck? Yes. And yes. at this point, it like switched back to them and it was Jim Bob with his top hat on. <laughs> yes, because Lauren's sister Lily was throwing them a wedding shower that was like tea party themed. Oh, and yes. Yes. And they <sighs> when they walked in, they had to put on like all the men had to put on a top hat. And it's just like Duggar men should not be wearing top hats. It just no. does not go. No, it's got a big head and a little hat. He looked so his like that hat was so little on him. It was so <laughs> funny. It was. Oh my god. It's such a big oh my god. Head. We have to get a screenshot of that. <laughs> okay. I'll put that up on the Instagram. Because literally I just wrote Jim Bob's top hat. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um Yeah, so that that happened. But yeah, that was like a little like blip of the thing. Um, mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, we talk about how Lauren's dad is going to officiate the wedding because he's a pastor. Um, and it's But it's his first wedding that he's officiated. And he said, when I tie the knot, I'm going to tie it real tight. And I was like, okay. Okay, okay daddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, all right. Ugh. But then we're back in Miss Cindy's arms because oh, she's here. Fuck. Miss Cindy, she's here, and she has decided to tackle yet another foliage wall. Oh, of course she did. She must have forgotten. she almost died from that V. It's because Jim Bob was fucking hounding her, I bet you. Because she's like, Jim Bob just loved that V for every wedding since then. He's been like, oh, when you're going to bring that, I want a V, I want a deal for Duggar. Yeah, I loved how... That whole scene when she was like, Jim Bob loved the V so much, it's time to bring in the D. And I'm like, these are the best possible letters we could have chosen for this, too. Well, you could tell that she knew when she She, said, I'm just going to, you know, he wants me to bring in the D. And she kind of just like, oh, this is not. Yeah. Yeah. 
if we don't acknowledge it, it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but yeah, they had like in the reception area, they had like giant banners that had a, like a medieval D on it. It looked like a dungeon, kind of. <laughs> was I don't a, know. Uh, Hogwarts, but if it has the like uh popcorn ceiling thing that exactly. you press up, yeah, the ceiling tiles. Yes, <laughs> exactly Low like that. Rent Hogwarts. Yes. So the other part of this episode is the other Duggar boys, the brothers, um, talking about pranking Josiah because Josiah is like the big prankster of the family. He's the one who orchestrated the the guy rappelling down with the ring at mm-hmm. Joy or at um, Joe and Kendra's wedding. Mm-hmm. So at one point in this episode, they were talking about how like they were originally like, okay, no pranks at this wedding. But, like, that's not fair because Josiah did pranks at everyone else's wedding. Yeah. So they decide instead of doing something, like, during the wedding, they're going to wait until after and they're going to, like, stink up one of his cars. I don't know. They had, like, a whole scene of them buying, like, stinky stuff at the store and I hated it. (laughs) My favorite is when they just picked up Limburger cheese and he just went, Limburger, I don't know what it is, but it looks smelly. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, that's the new slogan for Limburger. They're going to take that from you. But it looks smelly. I love it. Yeah, I don't know. Their prank was dumb, but I'm glad they decided not to do it do it during the ceremony, especially because yeah. like in the um thrift store episode, they were talking about how Josiah can't take a prank. And that like I'm right. sure like half of it is because their pranks that they try to pull are bad. <laughs> mm. And like either like embarrassing, like or I don't know, just terrible. And like, I don't, uh, yeah. Can you imagine if they like pranked him during his wedding and he just like fucking flipped out? That'd be, I would love to see that. But I get, I think, I don't, I don't think Lauren would have reacted very good to it either. Like, I think Mm -hmm. she would have been really pissed off about it. I think she would have put on a brave face and then sobbed about it for a year. Yeah. Yeah. She would have been like, ha 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 get her Kendra laugh on and then sob. (laughs) Definitely. I mean, yeah, nobody, sh- you should not do a prank during somebody's wedding ceremony. Like, Mm-mm. no, never. It's not okay. Sorry. Mm-mm. And don't do any pranks that ruin anybody's clothes at the reception or anywhere right. else. You right. can do little pranks. That's yes. it. That's it. <laughs> don't fuck with the food. It's like $500 a plate. Uh, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. So the theme of this wedding that Miss Cindy set up for the decor is princess memories. All based and on a picture a of dead her horse. on a horse with her daddy. And yeah. now the horse is dead. The horse is dead and they're sad about it. Um, and they're and so using now it's... its hooves for glue to hold them together. <laughs> <laughs> and so she took that and she like made this princess royal theme out of it. Um, and like you said, they did like a floral backdrop, which like enough time had to have passed between uh, Gender's wedding for her to do that. Because I, I remember at Joe and Kendra's wedding, she just did like all candles and no flowers at all. And it's like, okay, she's taking a break. Now she's yeah. refreshed. She did the candles and then she did the like hanging flowers from the yeah, ceiling right, or whatever right, it was. Right. She was like, fuck that, fuck that V. And then this time yeah. she got like a smaller thing that would fit through the door didn't require 10,000 roses (laughs) yes definitely yeah much more reasonable yeah um i don't know the stage looked kind of cool but it also just looked like there were bushes yeah it was kind of a lot like it was kind of a mess yeah i don't know i just felt like simpler would have been better on the eyes i think yeah they could have left like the two like 
leafy rock things mm-hmm. that were off to the side and just had like the archway. Yeah, yeah. I felt like there was just like too much going on. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Cindy was trying to outdo herself. She was. You know how she is. Um, I loved how at this point Lauren said something like, I've been thinking about this day for a long time. I mean, four months is a long time. <laughs> Well, to an 18-year-old. Yeah, I was going to say that, like, this just shows how young they are. Because that's how, like, young people in a relationship, they're always like, I've been in a relationship with them for six months. That's so long. But it's, like, in the grand scheme of things, that is not long at they're all. Like, that's one-ninth of your life right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right now. And it's, like, ugh, yeah, it's... Yeah, anyway. to, to not be able to get divorced or whatever. That's, yeah. That's how you're real locking cool. it in. Yeah, real, Fuck. real good. Um, oh, and this is also when Josiah talks about how he practiced kissing on his hand, which was awful to hear. Yeah, I know. Like, I really would have been disturbed by this, like, three weeks ago. But ever since Ethan masturbating underneath his <laughs> parents at church during service, I just can't be shocked anymore. <laughs> Give him a break. <laughs> he didn't know. He was only 13. Oh, poor Ethan. Um yeah yeah it's not nearly as bad you're right but i still hated listening to him talk (laughs) about it it's not great but it's kind of out of an 80s movie it's just yes yes (laughs) just weird um okay so it's their wedding day um lauren's dress i think she looks really pretty in it it's not really my taste but it looks nice on her and it's different i'm i was surprised by how fitted it was like i'm surprised that that was allowed Mm-hmm. it just seems to be like modesty seems to be such a big emphasis on them and like how is that less like more modest than like showing a little more of your arm or something i don't i don't know i think this or may the be the same thing that we were mentioning last week where maybe the swansons are not as big That's of true. sticklers because like they you know were allowing uh video calls and phone calls and whatever mm-hmm. that were unchaperoned so mm-hmm. yeah that that definitely could be true You just got to protect your daughters the way that you see fit. For real. Also, um, so when they had their first look, um, did you, (laughs) Lauren was like so disappointed that Josiah didn't cry. You could like tell she and her talking head, she was like, he had told me he was going to cry and I just expected him to just sob, but there was nothing. I I wasn't mad about it. I was just surprised. It's like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then later when she was walking down the aisle, you could see like in his eyes that he was like trying to will his tear ducts to do something because he was like very clearly like emotional, but I think he was just in the state of like, I'm just getting this done. This is great. I'm happy. I'm a little misty, but I'm not going to like fucking sob like I'm Joe. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think you have to cry at your wedding. I didn't really cry much at my wedding and I thought I was going to because I'm a crier, but like I was just so like happy and like distracted that like I was just so like on that day that it wasn't mm-hmm. even like I mean and I was still happy. I don't think you have to cry at your wedding to be happy. No. No. I did not cry at my wedding, but I also am not a crier, so Yeah. I cried during my dad's speech, but I didn't cry during the actual wedding. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That's the more like individualized part than something you've practiced before, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um <sighs> anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> at the wedding, like during the wedding, while Mr. Swanstead is walking Lauren down the wa- aisle, after they get to the end, Lauren gives like a daddy, I love you and I'll always be your little girl speech. And I again that goes back to the like 
little too weird of a relationship there for me. Yeah, it's like, I don't know if it's like she has some kind of weird attachment issue or if like he does. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. And like, I don't think it's necessarily anything pernicious, but it's just like. Yeah. Well, and it's always interesting to me when when people are like that about one parent in particular, but they have both parents in their life. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't really talk about her mom like that much at, at all. Like, I'm sure she's close with her mom, but like, it's just interesting to see it that. It does kind of, kind of feel like like mothers are for birthing, fathers yes. are for bonding, which yeah. is weird. Yes, definitely weird. Um, uh, yeah. During also during the vows, Lauren uses the word helpmate. <laughs> which is like not a word that an 18 year old should be like using i don't know like no what? no their vows were weird it, they were very weird i don't know i didn't even write anything down about them i was just kind of sitting there with like this like scrunch face on i was just like huh yeah it was it was bad and then it ends with josiah saying may i kiss her dad uh-huh no. And then he tries to dip her and really is just like Ramora on her face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh yeah. It was a lot, but he didn't miss. And he, didn't. he did carry her off with the cathedral veil, and I was like so afraid that he was gonna step on that and they were just gonna go down. I know, I, know. I uh, would never no, no. I, that's too much of a risk for me. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't do that then, you do that after the reception he did when that, you're like going he, back. He kept carrying her places. He, I noticed he carried her at the end um, when they were like, when they had opened up the first car and realized it was fake. He like carried her over to the second car. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you don't have to carry her everywhere you go. The only thing that I can imagine is because she also looked kind of like she couldn't take a step when she was going down the aisle. Maybe mm-hmm. her dress is too tight at the knees for her to walk. Yeah. And so he just had to like pick I her mean, up. Maybe that's fine, but it <laughs> was a little like, like toss me. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's like okay, she's not a child. You, she yeah. can walk. Yeah, and it's like the carrying your bride or whatever over the threshold mm-hmm. is like a tradition, not like I'm just gonna carry my wife now. Yeah, like she everywhere she goes, I have to carry her there first. Her feet shall not touch the ground. Yeah, for she real, she is my princess. <laughs> So after they realize that it's the the first car is a fake, um, they get into the second car and they drive away mm-hmm. and then they start smelling the smells. But then Justin pops up out of nowhere and he's just like in the backseat. And it's like, smells. it's just so much because she was like, oh, we're finally, it's just the two of us. I know. I was thinking that too. And it's like, no, it's not though. And it never will be. Uh-uh. And then... What's the last part of this episode is our next season. Yeah, pretty they much. Must always do a flash forward to what we're going to get next season, and that is a new courtship uh, mm-hmm. between John David, who is Janice's twin brother, so the oldest unmarried boy, and Abby Burnett, who is 26 um, and a nurse from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And they've known each other. They've known fa- the families have known each other for years, but they had never really interacted much until recently and then they just like immediately decided to get into a courtship mm-hmm. um which it so i didn't pay a lot of attention to the flashback parts because i was like over it but did they did he not like ask for like the courtship stuff like regular because it didn't seem like it seemed like he just like brought her into the house and was like here's 
Here she that's, is. That's how he said it. And I don't know if there was like another side of it with her family that was a little bit more formal, maybe. I would assume he like did the same, like asking the father for courtship stuff, but maybe just didn't fill his family in on it. I don't know. I don't know. It was so weird. It was confusing. I don't really know. Maybe, maybe, they'll... maybe they'll get it next season yeah. and tell us. They didn't want to spoil it all. No spoilers here. But also, he is the oldest boy child in the family. He can do whatever the hell he wants. It's true. It is true. And he has a job and, like, could live somewhere else and probably has a fuck ton of money. But he's gross. He, I... So gross. He, he's really gross. I don't like him at all. He and Jim Bob are too much alike. They are exactly alike. Yes. But yeah, I think that about wraps us up for yeah. season eight. What a doozy yeah. it was. It's been such, like, we have talked for like four hours on this. I know. Like, and I could probably scrounge up some more shit to talk about if I really tried because oh, there was yeah. just, these were packed full of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone's pregnant. Everyone's getting everyone's, married. Yes. You everyone's know how it is. Birthing. I don't know. Birthing left and right. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to probably take a break from the Duggars next week. And I think we had talked about watching bling empire for next Mm -hmm. week so if you're interested in that we will be talking about that next week i believe but we'll be back to the duggars in just a couple of weeks don't you worry we're gonna finish it out we're gonna keep going gonna keep having fun with the fundies you know it that's i mean that's what we do best i think Mm -hmm. but if you have anything that you would like to say about this episode the duggars fundamentalism anything or if you have any suggestions for shows that you would like us to cover in the future, you can send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. And you can find us everywhere else on the internet at TV Literate. We are on Twitter, Reddit, Tumblr, Facebook, YouTube. Just look for us. We're there. Look for us. <laughs> and if you have a moment and you want to leave us a review, we would really appreciate that. That helps us out a lot. And we love hearing what you guys think of us as well. Um, tell some friends. I don't know. Follow us. We just want to hang out. Yeah. We're yeah. just bored. And with the death of the subreddit Fundy Snark, we we know that there's a lot of people out there who need a little snark. So we're here. We're here for all the snarking. We're here for them. We're here for we're them. Here. We're here for you. We are. We are <laughs> indeed. <laughs> but we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.